0: Can you follow Jesus from a distance? Can you just be part of the crowd? Do you need to count the cost as to what it's going to take to really be a disciple of Jesus today on Hot Topics? Hi, this is Robert Furrow and this is Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider subscribing and ring the bell to make sure that you can get all of our new videos. We are dedicated to current events and hot topics, looking at them through the lens of scripture. What is the cost of being a Christian? Jesus answers this question in Luke 14, starting in verse 25. We're told that there's a large crowd following him. In fact, it's the peak of his ministry, and he looks around and he sees all of these people, but he sees that they're not all committed that some of them are there because they've heard of the miracles, or maybe some of them are there because they ate of the food that he gave them. Maybe some of them are, are there just to see what else he's going to do. Jesus was never trying to preserve the crowds. In fact, he sends them out. He challenges them. In this text, Jesus says four things to help them count the cost. Number one, in Luke 14 26, Jesus says that you have to hate your father and mother, your brother, your sisters, your children and your wife, and even your own life, or you cannot be one of his disciples. Jesus certainly is shocking when he says this, and we know he doesn't mean to actually hate them because he tells us to love everyone, to love one another, even to love our enemies. What he's saying is, is that our commitment to Christ and our love for him is to be so devoted that the relationships that we have with everybody else could look like they are hatred. There have been people in history who have made commitments to Christ, and that commitment has caused them to leave their father and mother or their children or their wives, some of them even giving their own lives because of their love and their commitment to Christ. That's the kind of commitment that we are to have for him. In Luke 14, 27, he tells us the second. And that is that you have to bear your cross and follow him. Now, this of course is before a cross was a religious symbol. It was a symbol of execution. And when someone was carrying their cross, they were carrying it to be crucified, to be killed. And that's the point Jesus is making, pick up your cross and follow me. There are crosses that we have to bear as Christians. Sometimes God wants us to do things that are going to be hard for us to do. And we bear that cross, but really what he's saying Is that you are to lay down your life, that you are no longer to live for your desires, your goals, but you are now going to live for his plan, his desires and his goals for you in your life, that we surrender ourselves to him wholeheartedly by picking up our cross and then following him. We are giving up our lives and living for him. That's the cost of being a disciple. Number three, he gives these two examples of men who didn't count the cost. One of them built a tower, didn't consider how much it was going to take to finish it. And so the tower stood as an example to people around him of him not counting the cost beforehand. How many Christians do this? They don't count the cost before they make a commitment to Christ. In fact, pastors like me, are guilty of telling people receive Jesus. It's easy to do just receive him into your life. And that is certainly true. Salvation is just calling out upon his name. The thief on the cross said, remember me when you enter in uh, to your kingdom. And Jesus said today you will be with me in paradise. But we fall short sometimes of letting people know that there's a cost. There's a price that will be paid and you need to consider that. I'm never upset when someone says, I want to think more about whether or not I want to give my life to Christ, because then they may be considering that cost. The second man was going out to war and he had an army of a thousand men going up against an army of 2000 men. And Jesus says that he would consider making peace with him first if he couldn't count the cost. So we are to count the cost and evaluate. Am I really ready to lay down my life? Am I ready to lay down my plans, my desires and pick up that cross and follow him? Number four, Jesus says, so like these two men, you likewise have to be willing to give up everything that you have doesn't mean that you give it all up, but it means you're willing to you're willing to lay it all down and say, he is my Lord and savior. And I will follow him with everything that I have. Now there's two ways in which we should evaluate this. First of all, if you've never made a commitment to Christ. The Bible says that as many as receive him, he gives the power to become a child of God. That's John 1:12. It also says, if you call out upon the name of the Lord in Romans chapter 10, that you will be saved. He's as far as you making a commitment to him, asking him and inviting him into your life. What does this mean for us who are Christians or maybe for you if you're ready to give your life to the Lord? When I was 14 years old, I gave my life to Christ. and In my mind, he was my co-pilot. That's how I thought about surrendering to him. He had given me my life. If my life got out of control, I could call on him. He could correct things. When I was 18 years old, I walked away and I returned when I was 19. Jesus says, I'm gonna leave the 99 and go after the one. And he faithfully did that with me. In fact, he took everything away from me. And when I came back, I had a whole different mindset. When I came back, I said, okay, God, no longer what I want, but whatever you want. And I think that that transition in my life was more powerful. I think I was genuinely saved when I was younger, but I really didn't understand the idea of giving everything to him. And when I said to him, it's no longer what I want. I will do whatever you want. I'll go where you want me to go and I'll do what you want me to do. That's the kind of commitment that we make as disciples. We say to him, Lord, whatever you want. I'll follow you. That's the whole idea, that we follow Jesus wherever he leads us. If you've enjoyed this video, then click the like button below. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.